Hey everyone, episode five. Here we are. If you hear a strange noise in the background, it's just uh, my neighbor grinding metal in their backyard. You know, just a very, very normal Philadelphia thing to do. Don't don't worry about it at all. So, if you've ever lived in Philadelphia, spent some time here, you've probably felt some some animosity towards Penn, right? I mean, it's just a normal thing if you live in Philadelphia. Those fancy folks on the other side of the river. Well, if you ever have, then this episode is for you. Skywalker, pussy. Aldrin, <laughs> whack planet. Jar Jar rules the world. Real talk, real talk. What do you think Kylo Ren's midichlorian count is? Through it's the- off the fucking yeah. charts, no doubt, dude. Dude, big. I think that's going to be a big reveal. They're going to test him for midichlorians. None. None. <laughs> oh! I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's going to be the big fucking reveal in the next one. He's going to have something even, even bigger. He is the worst. I don't find him a convincing fucking villain whatsoever. You don't know, like like goth Darth Vader? Not no, even. I don't. That's like, making too. He's like new metal Darth Vader. He's like emo fucking Vader, and like you know, everybody's like, "Oh, that's sad that you have no problems in your entire life," and like, you're just, it's just a fucking like little ding dong. I mean, I will say it's got to be tough if Han Solo's your dad. That's a tough shadow. You're the fucking most hated person in the world. The galaxy. He brought that with your on p- himself. Fucking pop pop. Yeah, he brought that on himself. I mean, like, who doesn't like his dad? Everywhere they went, like, oh man, you're Han's kid. They should have played up that angle way more. Well, he killed his father. That's true. All right, you guys are in Rittenhouse, conversing in Joe's coffee shop um, about what's going on tonight. There's uh, a dude. Mikey Tutterella Jr., pretty uh, up-and-coming scholar in the world of uh, the supernatural, paranormal studies, things like that. Currently a fellow at the Warren Institute at the University of Pennsylvania. It seems like he's researching the connection between ritual magic and the mummers. What is that connection? Who knows? Perhaps his uh, benefactor, the sponsor of his fellowship, the councilman, Marshawn Jackson. Who knows? Maybe no one will ever know because you guys will kill him. Before the paper is published, um, <laughs> you have been offered uh, the location of Ben Franklin's glasses in exchange for this murder. It does sound like quite, quite an alluring prize, but that is where we stand. Hmm. All right. So, you've done any um, any uh, research on this guy yet? Do we know his habits when he's moving? I, uh... Is he working? Is he working late nights at uh, at Penn? What's the deal? Um. We're going to have to do some of that. So there's your, there's your answer. Yeah, we're going to have... No, you know, I just found out about this like an hour or two ago. I figured, you know, why the hell? I ain't got nothing else going on now. Uh, well, if you guys give me like about 15 minutes, I'd probably be able to find him pretty quickly if I went on the hunt, if you know what I mean. And I jabbed Carl in the ribs. Because he's sitting closest to me. That's great. We definitely want to take advantage of, uh, you know, playing it off as a wild dog attack. That's a great angle. No one's going to suspect a thing. Not a thing. Uh, Do you know where this fellowship is? They have, like, an office at the university or something? Yeah, do I know that, Brad? No, you don't. Okay. Um... I mean, you know where the Warren Institute is. That's easily Googled information. It's a okay. It's a 38th and Locust Walk on Penn's campus. Docs and a Penn campus. Well, let's go over to Penn and um, see, uh, see if he's there. See if he has offices. Yeah, let's go to the Warren Institute and check it out. Uh, we'll tell them that... Um, what do 
they study the mummers and magic? Yeah. Uh, what do we tell them? We'll just go in. We'll say we're uh, we're we're curious about his work because um, because uh, we're from South Philly, but we hate the mummers, and we want to convince our grandmas that the mummers are bad. <laughs> yeah, we want we want to convince our grand our, our mummums that the mummers <laughs> are uh, in league with the devil. Or uh, yeah. uh, Carl Carl could have uh, a concern about his seeing eye dog and might wonder if he is uh, a werewolf or not, since he's like dabbling in that sort of stuff as well. And since you're you could pretend like you're blind, that sometimes in the daytime you are convinced that there's a, man, a naked man walking around your house. But uh, I'm very helpful at night. <laughs> I think... Uh, we'll get more mileage out of the mummer stuff because that's kind of his ex his his uh his his area of study. Well, yeah, I guess it's not a okay. dog's day afternoon, huh? <laughs> I guess not. Guess not. All right, well, let's do it. Let's get in. Uh, y- y- are you driving? Yeah, I'll drive. Randy, you want to get in the back on this one? You got about forty-five minutes before transformation time, Randy. Okay. Well, I don't. I still don't want to rip up rip up the interior of your truck. Um, and there's only really two seats comfortably in in there, so I'll I'll, I'll lay down in the back. Yeah, let's cruise out to West Philly. Uh, on my way out, I sniff somebody's butt inconspicuously. The three of you pile into uh, Carl's pickup truck. Uh, Randy in the back in the bed. Um, you guys cross the river and make your way over. Uh, you got to cut through Drexel going this way and make your way over uh, to Penn's campus. So the Warren Institute is located at Locust Walk, so you can't drive right up to it. So mm-hmm. you look for parking in the area. Um, it's the summertime, um, so it's a little more available. The, the campus is entirely crowded, filled with students this time of year. So you're able to find some street parking on Chestnut Street. So you're a couple blocks away uh, from the Warren Institute. You're getting a little itchy over there, Randy. You, um, know, you I, know what's I, coming. I walk into a, a store and buy tons of pen gear. Like a pen t-shirt. There's that big a, pen bookstore right there. Yeah, I buy tons of pen fan gear. <laughs> okay. I'm totally decked out. Um, what, what do you get? I got a hat. I got a t-shirt. I got sweatpants. You Let's got a beer koozie? A, I got a beer koozie that I have my water bottle in. Uh, yeah. Are you, uh, is your, is your son starting here in the fall? Uh, yeah, he's starting here in the fall. Oh, what school? Um, Penn. <laughs> you, oh, Penn. The LeBron James <laughs> School of Business. No, that's incorrect. LeBron James is a professional basketball player. I'm pretty sure I'm right. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> sir. You're actually wrong. Who the fuck are you? I work at this bookstore, and I'm also a student at Penn. PhD. Oh, okay. So let me tell you something. I graduated eighth grade, and I don't have to take shit from anybody. Okay? And I just pay for my shit and walk out. Okay. I, I wasn't giving you shit, sir. I was just trying to help you. Okay. Well, you know, when my... When when my son graduates from the LeBron James Business School, he's going to be running this place. Well, the, the, school, the business school here is called Wharton. It's actually the alma mater of our president, Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, MAGA. Little college bitch. <laughs> Fucking liberal. You're, like, I don't know why I'm talking like this. You're liberal elite. Okay, well, Fuck en- you. Enjoy your sweatpants. I will. I peed, sir. I peed in my other ones, and I walk out. I'm not surprised. Hey, how'd it go in there, Carl? Did they give you any shit? Tons of it. That's the way it goes around. Here. Why don't you do? Watch. Hey, hey, hey. Watch. I'll never. I was gonna ask. Uh, I was gonna ask um, Kurt to turn into a demon to kill everyone for a favor. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one in my pocket. I'm gonna keep that one in my pocket. So you uh, come out of there. and You got a bag full of pen swag. Costs 15 gold pieces. 
<laughs> Let me mark that down. <laughs> we started it with what? 8,000? Yeah, 8,000 gold. 8,000 gold. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, the bookstore only accepts trade, so you now owe 12 uh, debts to the, to the student. <laughs> the student at the counter. Oh, I can't take it. And he's like a fucking demonic, uh, like, uh, necrophiliac. <laughs> yeah, I like how they've completely done away with money. I was, I was like, when I sat down and looked at my character sheet, I was like, how much money do I have? And like, that's just a natural thing that yeah, you're always worried about. and it's not like there isn't a need to spend money. And I right. thought about, uh, there's actually a really, what I think, I haven't played it, but it looks to be a pretty fucking shitty game. There's like a Call of Cthulhu powered by the Apocalypse game oh, yeah. that I got, and it looks pretty awful. But it has a kind of interesting system for wealth. And I was thinking about incorporating in this if we needed it, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, there's not a lot of, like, carrots in this game. There's a lot of sticks, but there's not a lot of carrots. No. Like, you're compelled to do stuff, but you're never, like... You've got to watch it. You know, you've got to yeah. figure out what your character wants. You've got to go after it. Yeah. Okay. I just like, I just like chasing sticks. Great. I'm a, a dog. That's I'm a, a dog. It's a, a lot for me to work with. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, Carl. Carl knows what's up. Carl uh, has a burner phone because he does a lot of like work like this. Twenty minutes, and, Randy. By the way, yeah, and he does a Google search of this guy to get a picture of him. And he, he's because you know a lot of academics have the yeah, and he's yeah. he's a, a fellow in residence at the Warren Institute. Um, he's like a pretty good looking uh, Italian kid. Um, I mean, it's very rare you'd find an unattractive Italian person. That's um, true. And he does not break that stereotype at all. Um, it looks right. like he probably commands any room he goes into. Handsome, he's witty. Definitely a good dancer. Definitely has a lot of blood. He's got a good red gravy re- recipe. Just gravy. No need for the red part. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always fuck that up. I'm it's sorry. brown gravy. Or just gravy. How's his DPs? It's probably fantastic. <laughs> What part of uh, Italy does does he come from? Some Abruzzi. Oh my god, the best part. I think you mean Omarone, the best part. Yeah, so you you do have a a picture of him, and it's a pretty uh, basic bio. Um, It says that he uh, graduated from Penn undergrad, um, and now he is here um, as a graduate student in a a fellowship at the, the Warren Institute. Okay, so I go into... Um, and then he lists his home address and vul- vulnerabilities to certain weapon types. <laughs> <laughs> Things most afraid of. Yeah. Um, okay, so I go into uh, the local eatery, I guess the Peach Pit, and uh, just change into my um, all my pen gear, come out. Um, I guess we're just going to... Uh, excuse, say- excuse me, sir. The bathrooms are for patrons only. And oh, I, I, I appreciate your pen enthusiasm. I mean, the sweatsuit is is really is really great. But um, you are gonna. Have I to, just spent twelve debts on all this shit. You are gonna have to buy something. <laughs> Do the pants say "pe" n on the butt? Yeah. Good. Great. Uh, cheek by cheek. <laughs> they say they say quaking on the back. Quaking. All right, get, put me down for a small fry. I got to go use the bathroom. Um, we're actually out. We only have large. All right, can I get a Pepsi? Coke. Ah, I love Pepsi. Kombucha. What about Mountain Dew Code Red? Uh, We've got Extreme Green Mountain Dew. That'll do. They give you that. Uh, I pay for it, and then I go in the bathroom and change. 200 gold. Oh, God, I'm (laughs) fucking a little short. I only have 190, but I, you know. All right, fine, 200 gold. All right. All right, I change, I come out. So now I'm kind of a, you know, I'm chilling. Even though two people <laughs> now identify me uh, and all this shit. Yeah, so you've changed into your uh, your pen swag. I've got a giant foam finger with my pistol in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, I go to the building and just kind of, like, find a bench nearby and sit down. Sure. There's, a it's a long Locust Walk, which, you know, if Locust continued as a street over there, that's where it's, uh, located. But it's, a, like, a nice, very idyllic-looking Ivy campus there. Um, it's brick line, there's trees arching over. Um, the heat here, still oppressive. Um, you guys think it's somehow getting fucking hotter, even though it's, like, nighttime. It just is really, really, really fucking hot. In Philadelphia right now. 
But there are, you know, there's students, um, probably some professor types walking around. Not uh, super crowded, though. Kurt and Randy, what are you guys doing? Kurt, or, or Randy, you've got like five minutes before yeah. you full, fully wolf out. How are you feeling there, Randy? You about to uh, flip on us? Yeah, just uh, pretty close to it. Pretty Okay. Listen, uh, let's go over to the building. I walk over to the building. Are there any, like, bushes around it or anything? Yeah, so uh, you act like you uh, don't know Carl, who you see, like, sitting on a bench wearing all-pen gear, older than most of the people around. He's got a foam finger uh, on his hand, <laughs> trying, to, trying to, like, blend in, though it's apparent that no one else is wearing nearly this much pen gear. But you don't really acknowledge him, walk past him. The Warren Institute is uh, it's a somewhat modern building. It's got like a glass front where you're seeing into the first floor of it. Um, there is a receptionist desk that obviously has like a student um, stationed at it. Um, there is some bushes, foliage out front, all pretty low laying though, um, some shrubbery. So it's not, you know, it would obscure you if you were kind of like hunched over up front. Um, but if you were walking up, it, it certainly wouldn't do that. And you do also notice... Um, a security guard. And, you know, Penn has a real police department on campus. It was not just like a rent-a-cop. It is a full-on police officer. Hmm. What do we do? Where do we go? All right. Uh, you just go um, Just go hide in those bushes for a minute. You got a phone? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got my sidekick, but I won't be able to use it after I transform. <laughs> Will you be able to see that you have a text message and, like... Um... I mean, and, you know, come charging in when we give you the signal. Typically, when when it all happens, I take the last thing I remember as a person. I take my sidekick and I wedge it underneath one of my massive breasts, so it stays. Uh, but all my clothes get ripped off, um, so I'll feel it. But I hope that I could I could have enough, uh, you know, wherewithal up here to uh, to look look at the check the text. How about this? I'm pretty unpopular. I'll just act as soon as I feel a buzz under my left breast. Okay, that sounds great. Okay. And you notice as you're approaching the building that there's like a swipe card access system and the light on it is red. Like it probably when it reaches a certain time, the building is locked and it looks like it Mm -hmm. is at that point. (laughs) Are Are the bushes up against the building? They're not pressed right up against it. But they're they're, okay. they're close. I like comedically wave the security card and walk <laughs> nonchalantly over to the bush. And, and, and when he's bush. not looking, I dive into it. And I lay on my back just waiting for the inevitable. Why don't you roll your spirit? Me? Yeah. The real Kurt? Roll a spirit? Yeah. Keep your cool, man. Wait, I can't resist it. That's one this of the is, things I This say. is to like dive into the bushes. Oh, I got it, I got it. Ooh, ooh, they got burned up. Uh, That's uh, fucking 12. Um, So uh, he turns his head for a moment, and you dive into the bushes. The welcoming embrace of the shrubbery takes you in, hiding you uh, from the gaze of the security guard, the police officer inside of the building. Um, And you feel this transformation uh, start to come on. You split your Zubaz. Um, you still wearing that T-shirt that you were given earlier? <laughs> Not for much longer. It is pretty big. Wait, I, I, I couldn't really get a gauge on how much bigger it is than me. Uh, you're bigger than it. Okay, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it, it, it shreds off of you. Uh, once again, you're wearing uh, nothing but a, a waistband. Um, <laughs> as you, you split out of your pants. And you feel like the pressure building inside of you um the the smells of the sand of the night really like come alive and fill your nostril you kind of like sort through them get all of these different scents there you feel your skin harden thick and nails come out of you but you're just for the for the moment you're you're keeping it together you're excited you're anxious um but you are hiding in the shrubbery outside of the warren institute as kurt is walking up to it i'm gonna um Yeah, what's the guy's name again? Tottarelli? Yeah, Mikey yeah. Tottarelli. Mikey Tottarelli? 
Um, Son of mob boss, pickle juice title. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna knock on the. Or I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna walk up to the building. You walk up, it's like a, a glass door looking into the lobby. And you can see, like, kind of like a whole atrium area. It's obvious um, from the outside that the building goes beyond that and goes up to a second and third floor as well. You go up to the door, and then uh, the police officer inside sees you. Um, and he, like, points to the swipe card access. I just kind of, uh, like, shrug my shoulders, and I, like, kind of make it clear I don't have a card. Uh, he gets uh, close to the other side of the of the glass. Closed. Close for the night. Oh, okay. Um, I just uh, was uh, was hoping uh, you could. Uh, I'm I'm just here to pick somebody up. Uh, Mike Tottarelli, I think, is in there working late nights on his ride. Could you let him know that his ride's here? He looks back over at the student worker. Um, you kind of see. Uh, he walks over. It's a little conversation uh, between them. Then he comes back over to you. I'll let him, we'll get the message over to him. He's expecting you? Yeah, that's what's right. Your, He's what's your name? Uh, he doesn't know me personally, but his father sent me to pick him up on his ride. What's your name? My name's Ted. Sure. Uh, Ted Bosley. Why don't you uh, roll your mind? Ted Bosley. Mind? Ooh, I'm not that smart. Rolling your mind. Um, you know what? No, no. Actually... You, I don't know, is it persuade an NPC through seduction, promises, or threats? Or are you trying yeah. to mislead, distract, or... Tr- now you're trying to mislead, distract, or trick someone. Yeah. That's yeah. mine. That, that's mine. Yeah. yeah, I got a six on that. Um, that's okay. almost passing. Uh, almost. But not quite. What are you doing here, Mr. Bosley? Uh, like I said, uh... uh Michael's father sent me to pick him up. Is is he here? His father <laughs> said he'd be here. No, he left. Oh, well, shit. All right, then. Well, I guess uh, I guess uh, I got nothing to do here, then. All right. Well, you have a good night, Mr. Bosley. Okay, bye-bye. And, you know, as you uh, walk away, he kind of, like, steps back and reaches for, like, a radio at his side, pulls it up, and hits the button, says something into it. Mm, okay. Um, Turn into a demon and destroy everyone. Carl, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just keeping an eye out, looking for passersby, seeing if I can notice, see, see if I get lucky and he just walks by. He doesn't. This break is brought to you by Delicious Genesee Cream Ale. The season four of This Game Could Be Your Life. Brought to you by the green can of delicious drink that I'm actually not drinking right now. It's just a highlight. Um, okay. Shit. I guess uh, I walk over to the bench where... Uh, Pen's number one. Car- Pen's number one fan Pen's is number hanging one out. Fan yeah, and I just kind of say to him as I walk past that uh, I'm just like, uh, no go on the front door. And I keep moving and I start to just continue to walk... Like away from the building, and then I'm gonna like turn when I can to kind of make my way around the building. I feel like Carl can see me underneath the hedgerow, just like laying on my back, just like gripping the earth. <laughs> Eyes bulging out of my saw head. Saw you leap into the bushes. Um, so he has a good idea of where you are. You're, you know, surprisingly well hidden with that great roll of yours. I'm losing. Uh, but you're it. in there, man, and you're you're fully wolfed out, man. Losing it. I just, uh, I, I want, I want to feel my left titty vibrate now. Do we call it off and try to like get more information? You know, like try to get where he lives. Wait until the morning and just do it when we don't have a dog man. I don't really need a dog man. Like we've got guns and stuff. The fuck does that mean? Well, you can use a gun too, right, dog man? Not when I'm a dog man, but yes, in normal circumstances. I, I yes. mean, I think you could. You've got good natural weaponry when you're a wolf. So, I mean, it really sounds like you want to be like a dog, though. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like when I'm a when I'm a werewolf, 
dog man. Like, do you walk upright? Yeah. Well, I mean, most of the time. I can. No, so, like, so, like, when I'm in wolf mode... Have you guys ever seen American Werewolf in London? Well, you're not, like, you're not, like, a wolf in the woods. You're, like, this hideous wolf beast. Yeah, but I feel like I'm a man in the day, and then every single night I turn into this, like, animalistic, like, can't-really-control-myself monster. Yo, but what the fuck's up with this clown? <laughs> who who is who is uh Yobu talking to? You and now he's gone though. He sinks <laughs> back, back. Yobo, I got some some broads over on Locust to go check out. <laughs> and then you see him like float into some dorm rooms. <laughs> Touching himself in his mono style. Uh fuck, this was a bust. Um, is I love that it's a I... fucking uh, like a fucking murderer, a werewolf, and a demon. You guys can't get through a glass door. <laughs> well, I mean, we could like storm yeah. through. It's true, but like this but is there's... a world with consequences. I mean, tons yeah. of little piglets around, dude. But I can't really control myself. So you guys better come up with something quick, or I'm storming through that fucking door. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna like walk around the building and like, I don't know, see if there's like a back door or anything or. See what I can see that way. You kind of loop back because you made a point to walk over to the bench. Um, and then you kind of alter your path and continue your way up Locust Walk. Uh, doing the best to kind of eye up that area and see what's going on. Why don't you roll mortality? Elude the cops. To it's... investigate a place of power. Looks like I got a 10 on that. Woo! All right, uh, and I mark mortality, right? Yeah, so uh, on a hit, you see the surface of the to the reality underneath. Um, so you're specifically eyeing this place up for security and access, correct? Yeah. So this is one of the newer buildings here. Um, you don't know how long the Warren Institute has been around, but this is obviously not the building it's been housed in the entire time. Uh, the reality underneath is it's a pretty secured thing. Um, you know, the you saw the uh, the swipe card access system at the front, and it's obvious that all of the doors you see on the outside are armed that way. There's security um, systems, like uh, cameras out there as well. And you saw the police officer uh, by the, the front there. So this place is a pretty locked down. You think it's very unlikely that you're just going to find an access that you can just walk into. You can ask me one question about it, too. Um, you know, and you see the the reality underneath. You're also tapped into like some darker spirits. There's one portion on the inside of this place too that you can feel some like protective wards. Okay. Um, some kind of magical force or something, and this is a mortality place. It, you're guessing it was probably like put on a special chamber, a vault. Something like that. Mm-hmm. The whole place is certainly not protected in that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then is like, can I tell if like, is insomnia cookies open right now? <laughs> I mean, are people like in there working, or is it like just like the receptionist or something? I'm just. I guess I'm just so, determined yeah. if he would even be in there. Um, the person at the desk is obviously like a student worker. Um, and they will be there probably for a couple more hours because the building is available right now to people who have access. So there are most likely fellows, uh, maybe some professors and stuff, using the facilities inside right now. So it is not by any means a closed building. It's just locked. At a certain time, there's no longer public access. Hmm. Okay, I got an idea. Is there a pizza place nearby? Wait, I have a better idea. Based okay. based on Thanks, based Bert. on based on one of the advances that I took. Based um, on your question, is there a pizzeria? I got something better. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got a, I've got a quicker and more direct way into the building. Like so, the, when when I when I took my advance, I took another wolf move, and that gives me reckless. Which if I jump into danger <laughs> without hedging my bets. I get plus one armor, and if I'm leading a group, everybody gets plus one armor. 
So we could we could easily just fucking pummel the shit right through the door. Or we could take another thirty. Just minutes I mean if you're gonna do it, do it. Pizza. I'm 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 fucking I'm I'm somebody needs to engage me in some way or I'll fucking do it. You're feeling amped up, but you know, you don't always lose control. Um and you've got the energy in you, it wouldn't be hard to like unleash it to let it out. But like you're not like as savage as you were, you know, the other night when you killed those girls in the stairwell. I know. I'm just sitting here. Thoughts. I'm sitting here in the bushes, but I'm getting antsy. You are. I got I got an option here. Is there a Um, Chinese food place? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a pizzeria uno where I can order anything I goddamn well please from Chicago? (laughs) What do you got, Kurt? All right, uh, I call up uh, Carl on the phone. Hey, listen, Carl. They didn't. Uh, they didn't buy my story to let me in the building. Why don't you start a disturbance out front uh, to get that cop to come out, and then I'll slip in while he's uh, while while they're distracted. Okay. Maybe you could uh, jerk rope, off with uh, a foam hand. Rope Randy in there somehow. Get him involved. Um. I, uh, I, I'm a smoker, right? Are you? So, are you a joker? What do you are smoke? you a midnight joker? Uh, opium. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker dill. Uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> no, I smoke Newports, dude. Newports? <laughs> you like that? I got, I got some noobs. What other reds? And I light up a, I light up a noob, and I just lean against like a, you know, one of those big belly trash compactor things. And I, I'm smoking it. Yobo, let, like, let me get one of them. <laughs> I, I, I had, I had Yobo a, 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 a dupe. It falls right through him, and he's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I just like, huh, and go back to smoking, and then I throw the uh, lit cigarette into the into the trash can, and let the fire start. Okay. Um, yeah, you can start. You can start a fire. In the trash can, and then are you you hanging out? What are you doing? I still like I, I go help me, help me, my beautiful son, my beautiful son. <laughs> Sorry, I, I Wait, is it a dumpster? Or is it a trash can? It's a large, large trash. Is it a child? Is it your son that you've lit on <laughs> <Yeah>. fire? <laughs> well, I want to see. I want to see where this is going. Yeah, so you, uh, you uh, do your best to light this trash can and fire him. You know, a single cigarette's going to take a minute. If you want to use your lighter and really just kind of go for it, <laughs> you certainly can. Um, but you're acting a fool, man, causing a ruckus, yelling out, trying to fan these flames, get it going. Why do you uh... – nah, I don't think you should keep your cool. The fire uh, just gets going. Um, you're yelling, and you see the, the guard, the police officer inside of the building. He picks up his radio and is staring right at you. Um, you see him speaking into it. And uh, 15 – 20 seconds pass, and then coming up the direction that you had come from, you see two more of the pen yellow jackets coming your way, as well as like a dude in like a, a pen, uh, like a polo shirt coming your way. And they start to pick up the pace, jogging over um, to where you are. Sir, 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 what, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, uh, they're just as, I, I've lost his voice. They're just as fierier. Hey, what, you don't want me to tell, uh, you know, you don't want me to, I'm, I'm clearly, we just want you to be safe. One. And one of them's got a fire extinguisher. So it's to spray it into the, uh, into the garbage can. Your son, is your son in this garbage can? You were screaming about your son. <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh. Is your son a piece of garbage like you? I'd like to talk to your manager, sir. I am the manager. Do you grab your crotch when you say that? Because that's a power move. Uh. <laughs> Uh, where did you get this clothes? You don't. You have no association with Penn. This is an Ivy League institution. What are you doing here? Are you homeless? Or my? Uh, I'm clear. You're number one fan. I hold my phone. Uh, my phone finger up. One of the, one of the cops. It's the guy in the polo shirt talking. One of the cops looks at the others. I, I bet he just bought that at the bookstore. I don't think he's really a fan. <laughs> no, I'm ranked. Do you even know the nickname of this school? Um. Like I said, phony. 
Um, so I whistled. You're going to have to leave. Just like that. My ears perk up. I do it again. The other one perks up. Your tail's I gotta... wagging a little bit. Ah, fuck it. I, I pop. <laughs> that was the one that got me. Uh, I pop out of the bushes and argh, snarl and run right at, at the one uh, security guard closest to me to try to knock him over. Um, okay, you come leaping out of uh, the bushes and uh, yeah, you go charging at the... There's these three guys there who've kind of surrounded Carl. One of them is giving like really just dressing him down, talking to him. You're not a real fan. You know anything about this. You're a poser. You don't know anything about Penn. Like I, I know that ben, ben, ben Franklin's first CVS was on this, this, this block. Why don't you go back to Temple, where you belong? <laughs> <laughs> um, and you come uh, dogman style, charging into the bushes at these uh, two dudes. Uh, what are you doing to them? Uh, I'm knocking down the closest one to me um, and getting and trying to get my, my teeth around his neck, not to hurt him, but to show everybody in the in the area... Who's really got the biggest dog dick here? Okay, um, so this is where this game is weird. Oh, should I just kill them? I mean, no, I can well, easily I mean... kill all three of them. <laughs> so I, I think you're going to keep your cool, but use blood instead of spear. Okay, because you're—I mean, unless you're looking to kill someone, you're looking to knock them down. And like, so, what 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 is the result? I'm, I'm looking to for? dominate the closest one. And and assert my dominance by having my teeth around his around the back of his head and neck. All right, why don't you uh, roll your blood? Ten. So you cover the ground quickly. You've been waiting for a moment like this. You burst out of these well manicured bushes, step onto these uh, tradition bound flagstone, the brick line pathway here, uh, kind of leaving behind you. Out of everything, you leap onto this guy and you just throw one of these officers uh, to the ground. Got your p- big paw, your big mitt pressed against his throat, and you dominate him. You start humping against the side of him, um, <laughs> just like really fucking going at it, like a little piston back and forth, quickly, quickly. I I kind of want to grab onto his shirt and like hold him up so that everybody sees like that I've got him. <laughs> I've got him in like this dude's fucked. I want I want everybody to know how fucked this guy is. So uh, you do everything you can to dominate him, uh, show him off as like a, a trophy. The guy in the polo shirt is taken aback, and he was back. The other officer, however, he draws his gun and points it in your uh, your direction, aims at you. We ask questions second, and pulls the trigger and shoots <laughs> it at you. He's like, I'm trying to set him up like a human shield kind of thing. All right, uh, why don't you keep your cool? Roll with spirit. Ooh, another 10. See, I rolled all my D6s, and these were the two that this were This is what you get dice. when you roll actual dice. Hey, come on. Come on. I trust the computer to give me the highest rolls it possibly and calculably can. So you uh, twist and get the body of the one in front of the other officer. Um, and he sinks a bullet right in um, to the vest of the one guy. Blah, yells out in pain <laughs> as the bullet... Uh, tears through his body. Off in the distance, Kurt, you hear gunshots. You've been trying to case this building, walk around, um, and you hear three loud whistles, um, some grunting, maybe some barking, and then a, a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I moved towards the front of the building, and I'm looking for, like, a ch- I'm, really, I'm looking for a chance to, like, slip in, and w- the cop that was inside goes outside. So you creep over to the side of the building quickly, and you're spying time. You see the the cop inside is pointing to like the student worker at the desk. You can hear him yelling, "Get down behind the desk!" And he is drawing his gun um, and is staying near the entrance to the building, but is not stepping outside. Jesus Christ! Like fucking Fort Knox up in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Warren Institute is not a casual place. What these people are doing there, and the type of research that's going on, you sense some kind of magical presence in the heart of this building. Um, yeah, it's no joke. It's not a, uh, you know, they have, they have some protocol. The guy who's in the polo shirt has like, is starting to run away from where you are, Carl, and is grabbing like a, a CB, a, a walkie-talkie at his side. Um, and he yelling to 
Code three, code three, in front of the Warren Institute. Um, in mm. in this in this uh, in this Donnie Brook, I try to sticky finger um, one of the guards like badges off of him. Okay. Um, I mean, you can. Are you trying to do it sneaky, or you just want to grab it? I mean, the one. Um, I mean, both of them have like badges. Uh, kind of on, on their chest. No, yeah. I meant like I meant like mean, access. You mean like access badge? Their pen yeah. ID. Um, yeah. yeah. You're trying to do it sneaky, or you just want to grab it? I'll do it sneaky. All right. Why don't you uh, keep your cool? Roll your uh, spirit. Would you say I'm on the hunt? No. Really? I mean, we're hunting a guy. Like we're. Yeah, but you're supposed to be hunting creatures of the night. Um, I don't know. Do you think you are? Uh, I mean, if we're going, if we're going dungeon world rules. It's like as, as, you can game it as much as you. No, no, no. If we're going like apocalypse rules, where it's like as written, when you keep your cool while on a hunt, I'll let you decide the semantics. Obviously, um, I mean, do you feel like you're? Yeah, you're on a hunt. You came here with a definite purpose. You were looking for like I had purpose. Yeah, you're on Wait, a hunt. Is this one of your drama rules? No. No. All right, so I can roll with blood. Oh fuck you guys. I've rolled a um, eight. If you want to grab this guy's uh, ID, um, there's a, a little bit of a Donnybrook going on here. Um, it's kind of a chaotic scene. The one just been shot. The other's got his gun up. You're going to have to hurt him. I'm going to have to hurt him? You're going to have to hurt him. Uh, this thing is like tucked in to a secure location. Um, you're gonna have to like grab a little knife or something. You've got one handy, um, and slide it off of him. Um, so you're gonna have to inflict a little a little harm to this guy. It's definitely like secure. You're gonna have to cut it off of him. It's in like a, a little secure holster. It comes out of uh, a hole in his stomach. It's you swallow. So you gotta just you just gotta cut it out. I do it. I do it. Okay. Uh, you do it. Mark corruption for you know injuring immortal. Okay. So you've got this guy's uh, ID now. Uh, I back away from the scene, uh, and you uh, separate yourself from him. You still see the uh, the third guy yelling, "Code three, code 3. Now this officer, he's kind of flabbergasted. He's just like shot his friend, and you feel that body like slump, not dead, uh, but definitely weakened in your grasp. Uh, Randy, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to wheel around with him still in my grasp and try to. You've got control of him. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like knock the other guy down with his, with his legs as I whip around. All right, uh, roll your blood. Woo, twelve. Uh, you do it. You spin this guy around, and he's like a rag doll in your hands. You're strong, taking in the night, feeling the moon, fuel your your power. Um, and you just whip him around and barrel into the uh, the thighs of the guy, knocking the second officer, to the ground. Cool. Uh, I'm going to then run over to the door of the uh, of the Warren building. What are you doing um, with the, the shot guy you've been holding? He's still in my, he's still in my mouth. You're holding on to uh, him? Yeah, it's and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run over and, and slam him up against the, the glass door and give a, give a knowing look at the cop inside. So you press this body against each of the blood smearing against the, the glass door. The cop has his pistol drawn, pointed in your direction, and there's a definite look of fear in his eyes. And he's pulled out his radio and uh, is saying some stuff into it. Yeah, but I mean, the you know, you've pressed up against this door. You're trying to break through it. You just, what are, what are you trying to do? Um, and trying you to go get him. His, what? And you, trying to get him what? I'm just trying to intimidate him to open up the door. I mean, intimidating. I'm so scared. Open. Let me let you in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he does not look like he's trying to. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll kill his friend or uh, one of his cohort. Uh, how are you making that clear? I mean, his friend looks like he's close to being dead. He's been whipped around. He's been shot. Like, what are you doing here to threaten him? Uh, I loosen my grip a little bit to position my teeth right next to his neck and start to dig in a little bit. Um, I don't think it's clear that you want him to let you in by doing that. I knock on the door with his head. <laughs> Clump, okay, uh, why don't you roll <laughs> why do you roll your heart? 
Which is, as we all know, no Captain Planet's true power. Five. So uh, he sees you and, and it's, uh, takes a, a step back um, from the area um, and heads over to the, the desk where that student worker is. And you see he like reaches under the counter, try to hit some kind of button or something like that. Um, and then uh, like like a, a light kind of starts to flash, like some kind of alarm inside of the building. Mm. Um, I text, I, I, I pull my phone out and I text, um, Kurt, let's beat it. Let's beat it. Let's go. I have another different idea. Does it involve a pizza? No, no, no pizza <laughs> It involves buying every pizza roll in the city. <laughs> I like where your head's at. So you take the time to type out a text message. Well, I'm not really involved. Well, you also have that joke thing. Oui, I mean, you're, so... you were just there. I mean, you're not far from it. You are involved. <laughs> Fran, Fran you really can't get us into the same location. Like, now even... Well, even right Kurt now, you guys are in the same location. Kurt's creeping on the side. I mean, you see all of this. You've just received a text message from Carl. It's like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, Randy, you're feeling it, man. You like the way the blood is dripping down um, the glass. Um, you love the look of fear in this police officer's eyes. You don't like that he's not opening it up, but this is fucking glass. I mean, it's true. It's thick. Okay. It's thick as shit. <laughs> but I have a body I can just whip the fuck through that glass. You do. Oh. <laughs> and I do it. I fucking do it. I gotta do it. You guys all hear police sirens. Off in the distance. Off in the distance is the key word. I just throw that fucking human body right through that glass. Um, there is that move, let it out. Yeah. Which is like when you like dig deep to get like more power to do something. Oh, I guess there isn't even, there's even an intimidate thing in there. Um, no, so no. I don't know if you want to do that. It's a spirit roll. You could just try to use blood to break through it. I mean, if you let it out, you can give yourself a plus forward. Um, if you on a hit, you do get take corruption on a hit. Right. I do feel like let it out's probably the thing that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get through that glass. Let it out is it. like there'd be an action that followed um let it out maybe. Um like the plus one forward would help you with your role. It'd be like digging right. deep into like your primal nature. Yeah, I it's yeah, so I'm I'm trying to uh, take care of the entire situation in that foyer. You know what I mean? Like, bust through the glass, take out, uh, take out everybody, pretty much anybody that could that could, you know. Lots well, a lot of things you want to do. I mean, break through the glass and taking out everyone is not a single move. I thought I thought you said that let it out, like had a follow up act. I yeah, which would be a roll. I mean, first you would have to let it out. So what are you trying to do? Sorry, so, yeah, I'm I'm just trying to get through into the into the into the foyer. And how are you doing that? By using the combined weight of myself and this human shield as a as a weight as a means through this thick ass glass. All right, so you're just battering him uh, against. Why don't you roll your blood? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a, a couple of paces back and just like make a big lunge for it. So this is not a let it out roll. I don't. I mean, like when you let it out, you're letting out the power within you. It sounds like you're just throwing a body against the door. That's what I'm doing. Like if you're getting wolfy, tell me how you're getting wolfy. Like tell me what that looks like. Is your blood pumping? Is the moon giving you something? Like what's happening? No, I'm not feeling that right now. All, All right. right, I'll just roll the blood. Uh, that is eleven. Straight up on that one. Hand. Hot hand. Um, the dice game, baby girl. So you take a couple steps back, um, and you've got this. This body, this guy is, he's not doing well. You've been shaking him around like a rag doll. He's been shot. You ram him in. Um, You feel like several bones in his body snap as the front door of this building spider webs. And then you push through, um, breaking the entrance into it. And then you hear, what did you roll, 10? 11. 11. You hear a bullet shot, um, a gunshot. The officer who you had knocked down is stood up. Bullet sails over your head. I'm sinking into the thick glass near you. Um, that guy's on his feet. The dude who's on the inside as well. He's got you eyed up in his sights. Um, and takes a shot at you the second that the glass is broken. 
Um, I I fucking power through that shot. I go right. I go right for his face. All right. So uh, you just let him shoot you. You power through it, and it does. It's a big, strong police issue gun. This three harm. You've got some armor going on, though, right? I'm gonna say I'm being pretty reckless right now. So you've got two armor, right? You got one normally, and then one from reckless. Yep. Um, so you take one harm uh, from it. It's a big. Uh, you're not sure if this is standard issue or if this is a Warren Institute special. Um, you're surprised that you even feel it, but it, it sinks into your chest when you mark one box and write down chest wound um, from mm-hmm. it. The student uh, behind the desk is screaming in terror as you go running into this. Uh, Kurt, you see all this going on. You're kind of creeping on the side of the building. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, stealth is gone at this point. Uh, you think? We better just go, we better just go for it. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to uh, assume my demon form do the devil inside move. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm rolling blood. Come on, baby. Fuck. Terrible. God damn it. I rolled a fucking, um... Oh, I got a seven. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna choose, uh... Demonic... Weapon. Um... Yeah, how many, how many cops are there again? Um... Well, it looks like the dude who broke through the glass is pretty much out of the picture here. So there's the one outside and the one inside. There's also sirens in the distance. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, my uh, demo- I get out my demonic weapon, my hand weapon, which is uh, a sort of a, a, uh, a lance. Okay. You know, uh, so yeah, so my sort of like insectoid shell body exoskeleton covers my body my horns come out of my head and um and my weird like sort of short lance comes out and um and i'm gonna run it through the uh the one cop that's outside right so uh you turn into a weird insect guy and you're charging at this uh officer who's just fired a shot that missed at randy when you roll your blood okay That's 11. Cool. So uh, you do your harm, and then you can also inflict terrible harm or take something from them. Um, I'm going to go with a terrible Which harm. Which is an additional point of harm. So that thing, there's three harm that you summon. Oh, so you take your, uh, your big lance, you s- skitter over to him on your insect body, um, and run it through this guy. Um, he's getting, like, bringing up his gun, then ready to shoot at you. Doesn't even have a chance, though. You pierce it uh, right through his heart. Uh, he's on wobbly legs to begin with, and you just send him um, to the ground. He is extremely dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next thing I'm going to do after that is just run into the building and start trying to uh, find a thing, find a guy. Randy, you've run into this building. This guy has just shot you. You've closed the gap on him. He's uh, half behind the table. It's clear he's getting ready to take another shot at you. I... Uh... I swipe at his arm with my clawed clawed paw uh, and try to rip that thing right right out of the sock. Roll blood. Eight. Um, All right, so you do your harm, which is what, two harm with your claws? Yes, it's two harm. Do you want to inflict terrible harm or do you want to take something from him? Uh... I can either take his arm off or I can inflict terrible harm. I'm going to take his arm off. You can take his gun. Okay, I'll take his gun off. All right, so you uh, do two harm to this guy and batter the gun out of him. Now, uh, you've also got to choose. Do you want him to inflict harm on you or do you want to find yourself in a bad spot? I'll find myself in a bad spot. Okay. Or maybe um, uh, maybe I'll go with no. You slap the gun out of this guy. I'll kind of scrape across his chest. Blood squirts into your nostrils. Um, and you see the student worker who's been behind the desk who now slams down on like a, a button over there. Um, and a metal fence drops down 
um, in the doorway area that you had just broken that you had just broken through. Kind of as far as you can tell, closing off any access uh, to the building. Slams down right in front of Kurt, who's uh, turning and trying to head in the direction of it. Right. The sirens are getting louder. You see the flashing lights now uh, coming from both directions of Locust Walk, closing in on the building here. Carl, what are you doing? You've separated yourself away from the group. You're on your phone. You're checking the score of Penn, <laughs> Penn basketball. Um, you're like, fuck, it hasn't started yet. It's the summer. Your kick messenger. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, crushing through my Tinder list, and then I, uh, ah, fuck, I see the metal, I see the metal gate go down, and you then do. I realize, like, we are fucked, and I just kind of, like, retreat a little bit and watch the carnage. Okay, so you step away, uh, try to blend into what is now getting to be a little bit of a crowd. People don't want to get close, but people are coming to kind of... Uh, you know, coming out of some of the buildings in the area, you hear the the sirens. There's been gunshots, broken glass, all sorts of things dragging attention. You've run now right as this gate has dropped down in front of you, Kurt. It's certainly not as sturdy as the glass, but it is a a line of defense um, that looks fairly secure. Not Wait, as... Kurt, me or yeah, come you, on, you, fuck you, Kurt. Yeah. So you're outside, um... man. You were trying to run in. And now yeah. Randy has put himself in a bad spot. He was in there with a student worker, an injured officer, um, but now this gate has dropped down. And there is definitely like an alarm sounding inside of the building. Um, you're guessing there's some kind of active shooter evacuation protocol that's been triggered. Who knows what it is? Okay. Um, I try to dive under the gate and get in there. Uh, roll uh, your spirit. You do, just as it's sliding down. You are now trapped inside as well. You look around, scene is chaotic. The officer who you've knocked the gun out of him, he goes to run. He's trying to get out of there. Let him go. Yeah. Um is the is the woman that was working the desk still there? She is. She's like shaking with fear. She's like curled up in a little a little ball. She's probably like 19. She's wearing yoga pants. She's got on a gray What does it say on your butt? She's got on Just a... kidding. <laughs> She's wearing van, vans and yoga pants uh, and a tank top. Right. And a tank top. It's the summer. She doesn't have a sweatshirt I, I, I go over to her. I go over to her with my demon form and say in my nastiest demon voice, Child, do you wish to live? Do you wish to live, child? I do. But now, but in a world like this, I just don't know. <laughs> Tell me, where is that? What's his name again? Tacaretti? I don't know who that is. Michael Tottarelli. Tottarelli. Where's Tottarelli, child? Uh, she's just like shaking uh, with fear. Why don't you. Uh, why don't you they call your... him the Gherkin. Why don't you roll your heart? Wait, can you do that thing where you roll something else instead of heart? No, heart's what he wants. No, I was, actually, I was actually wrong. I, I don't have that move anyway. I thought I did, but I don't. This is an eight. Will, will you let me go? Absolutely. He was in the library. And she, like, points towards, uh, not in the direction where the, the wounded officer's head ran, but in a different direction. Okay. I just go off in that direction. All right. Uh, what are you doing, Randy? I naturally follow. All right, so you guys... Go uh, charging off in the direction. You hear the alarms of the building ringing out. And you could tell there's movement going on. There's definitely other people in this building preparing for what it is that's coming next. So with the the chaos all around you, you guys only fueling it, adding to the, the madness of the scene, you plunge further into the Warren Institute in search of the girl.